Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Merkland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Toe to Toe. I'm Jen Merkland, and I'm here with my constant opponent, Monica Weekly. So each episode, we choose a different real estate topic to battle about, and we go toe to toe, arguing our differing opinions. Our number one goal is always this. It's always to help you, the fearless realtor, find the path that feels authentic to you. And then you can feel confident as you build your business and ultimately the life you are dreaming about. So during today's throwdown, Jen and I will be duking it out over this question. Should you offer a buyer agent incentive on a listing? Should you offer a buyer agent incentive on a listing? Ah, Jen. I don't know how this is going to come down. I have a feeling we're going to agree on this, but we might disagree on some alternatives. I don't know. Let's see. What do you think? Should the seller offer the buyer's agent an incentive if their buyer buys the house? That's right. That's effing stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even understand why it would be a point. I don't even think they should offer a buyer like necessarily an incentive. Like the incentive is the value of the house, which is the price and the condition, period. They're making it hard. Now, if they offered a buyer incentive, like the Ferrari is in the garage. No, I've had one with a Corvette before. Really? Here's the thing. Yes, it was so weird. Oh my God. Well, it doesn't, it's not a marketing field online. Like it's not, it would be really hard to market that. And it's just weird. Why would you do that? Just make it less and then sell that later. Right. So do you really think like if they added a Ferrari or their Corvette or whatever to it, that that would entice somebody to buy a house because of that? I don't know. I've bought weird things for weird reasons. I don't know, maybe. But I actually agree with you. We're not going to duke it out right now over this because offering a buyer agent incentive is ridiculous. First of all, raise your hand out there in our podcast listening world. No, an agent. What's that? I was saying, yeah, I thought you were going to be like, if you would take that incentive. And then I said, well, you should unsubscribe from this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, but raise your hand if you have actually even look to see what the percentage is. I, I actually mean, just look and I don't I look know. at it. I look. You do? Hell yeah. How often but, is it less than 3% in, in our area at least? What's that? How often is it less than 3%? It's not all the time. Sometimes it's like two and a half or two. And here's the thing, like depending on the price of the house and and everything that's going on, the buyers have signed an agreement that my commission is, we charge a 3% commission. So they are, they are on the hook for the rest. Sure. Well, I actually don't look because I don't want it to persuade me in any way. Not that it would, but I can't control my subconscious. And if I see that this house is only offering 2% and all the other ones we're seeing are offering 3%, I do not want that showing up in any of my comments, be it subconsciously or consciously. 
Well, so but I if the work. buyers are going to be, if your clients are going to be on the hook for the the other half or 1%, I would, I think they should know going into it. Yes. It's interesting. And, then, and or we need to put it in the, in the contract to say the 3%. I don't hold my buyers to that standard. Good for you for doing it. I and just they don't. agreed. Right. I'm doing the work. That's I think it's great. Is. I just don't do it. All right. Well, boom. <laughs> there. Do you, boo? That's another show. I think so. Buyer's agency commission agreement. <laughs> it makes, and it also, you know what? This makes me think of all the listings that I see out there where it's like the seller is willing to give you a carpet allowance. Freaking put the carpet in. Well, what what if it's, they're going to pick something that, that they don't want? It doesn't matter. Put the carpet in. What they really don't want is your nasty 40-year-old carpet. <laughs> this is true. Put or, something in that's reasonably neutral that a majority of the people like. Here's the thing. We have cookie cutter homes because a majority of the people like majority of the same thing. Just put that in. This is true. However, I say dirty carpet can be a condition issue as long as you offset it with the price because that's the formula. Price yeah, but you're going to have to offset it a lot more than it actually costs putting it in. I mean, you and I both know that if you painted a house, you could paint it for not that much money, maybe a couple thousand dollars when you hire a professional painter. But if you, well, depending to this Ohio. Sure. <laughs> but like if you offer, if a buyer sees it and they see that they need to paint the whole house, they're going to take off like five times more. Sure. True. I just think it depends on, on what this, what the motivation of the seller, you're assuming that the motivation of the seller is highest price and not convenience right, and time. You're right. That is true. Kind of depends um, on what the motivation is. Hey, Monica, is. get this thing sold. I don't want it to be in my hands in 30 days. I don't care. That's an entirely different question, right? Well, and then that is like a lot of us should have investors that we work with that can offer a quick closing cash price on the house exactly. and to give them that option and be like, here, you'll have less headache, you'll get it done, or we can get more on the open market, or we can get even more if you do these things. Yeah. Like it, that's, that's where we come in as yep. agents. And I feel like you're doing a disservice if you don't know all of the ways that you can sell a home. Offering a buyer agent incentive is not a way to sell the home. No, that's not, a, that's not I, an influence. I wonder if it is in any market though. Like how can, how do you have that much control over your, over buyers that you work with? That seems weird to me. Well, then you're steering, first of all. <laughs> I mean, you are, you're steering them to that. You're right. I didn't think selling about that. or steering. I think that's a dangerous. weird, right? Yeah. It would be weird. Yes. Uh, I, yes, it's, it's interesting. I think what they're trying to do is make their house, I guess, be appealing in some way or get but more How would the notice? agent even know? Because it doesn't come up like in the search field. They'd right. have to look at it. Which is where I think most agents don't look in that field. You say you do. I don't. I would venture to guess most agents don't. I well, many people don't read all the comments and I feel like they should because mm -hmm. it tells them a lot of information. Mm -hmm. that, that is, maybe, you know, they would need to know that would benefit the buyer. Yeah, that's true. But they don't do that either. So yeah, if you're currently offering buyers incentives to try to attract buyers to your house, I think you're missing the boat for the seller. I think you're missing the target. The target is the buyer, not the buyer's agent. Agreed. So and if you're offering the incentives to the actual buyers, like a carpet allowance or something like that, I think it's worth, that's worth a conversation with the buyer agent before they go, even though it says it, just like explaining it a little clearer about what the problem is. Right. 
Right. Because we know that especially retail buyers, it's difficult for them to see the carpet. So maybe the new carpet. So maybe include some carpet samples at the house and be like, you can pick from any of these so they can see. Yeah. True. Now, when we were selling our house, we had a one of the bedrooms upstairs is our dog room. <laughs> oh God, how does that smell? It, we, it smells like dog, but we have the three crates in there. It's out of the center of the house. It's all good. I knew we were going to replace the carpet come next spring. We were going to get through the winter, whatever. We didn't think we were moving. Now we're moving. Now we have this carpet that needs replaced. However, the majority of the house is in hardwood. My imagination says that a future buyer might want to put hardwood in this room. I'm not going to pay for hardwood. So I said, look, we will give you an allowance for the carpet. Or if you'd like, we will actually put the carpet in and you can pick it out. We didn't want them to have to move in with it. We just didn't want to make that decision for them ahead of time. So we didn't. And it was fine. Yeah. And I think that's okay. And I think something like that would require, does require a conversation and it could be helpful to have the examples. Like I've had a lot of houses where Mm -hmm. they didn't put in granite because they didn't like granite, but they realized that a buyer would. So -hmm. we just went, we got some granite samples and said, here's a couple of ideas for granite. Choose your granite. Yep. A perfect. Yep. I love it. Makes it easier. And that's I what think- Febreze is for too. Febreze. <laughs> oh, Move Cujo away from the house for the showings. Yes, we did that. All three of them. We did that. Good job. All right. I think we should go back to our corner. Back to our corners. I don't know if we fought or really we just kind of danced. <laughs> a little, a little tango. A little Let's tango. Salsa. Okay. Yeah, girl. Uh, We're going to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we'll have the final dance. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. Welcome back. Now, before we ring the bell for the final round or dance or whatever we're doing today, Jen and I took this to the streets, the Facebook streets. And here's what our friendly realtor said. We've got a bunch of different kind of perspectives on this. I would say overwhelm, overwhelmingly no. Like don't, it's not the best way to entice some sort of sale. Um, it was interesting. Shepard Long, thank you, Shepard, uh, said, in theory, it shouldn't matter because buyer's agents are supposed to put their clients' interests ahead of their own financial interests. Yep. However, in reality, it's cheaper than a price reduction. So that was <laughs> interesting. True. <laughs> but Jen, my favorite quote was from Donna Drake right here in Cincinnati. Hey, hey Donna. Donna. She said, when I see this offered, I write in the contract that the bonus shall be applied to the buyer's closing cost paid by the seller. Oh. That is a great idea. I like it. And actually, from a seller's perspective, that like further entices the buyer to look at that house in a positive light. Because now I've got $2,000 in seller paid closing costs. 
I mean, they'll change lenders for a dollar. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, That's awesome. That is Donna. Good thought. I wonder if that brings up the point of if a seller really wanted to entice a buyer, would they offer to cover $2,000, $3,000 of seller paid closing costs? I don't know. I just, I don't like it. Cause I think you, people want different things. And so I think it's really hard to try to figure out like what people will want. And depending on your price point, there are some buyers that assume that closing costs are going to be part of the deal. Oh, they do. They already expect to write it in. You mean? Yeah. So I just think you're getting into trouble and then it's like, okay, well you can have closing costs or you can have a warranty or you can, it's just like, oh my gosh, just like put it out there and let's talk. And that us as agents communicating would be beneficial here. Oh, didn't we do a (laughs) podcast about that? We sure did. Calling the buyer's agent before we come through. And I think you thought that was a really good idea. I thought it was a great idea. I'm always a proponent of more communication versus less. You are a communicator. All right. I think that's going to be all the communicating for today. (laughs) I think so. Uh, This is the end of today's battle or cha-cha or whatever we want to call it. Do you think, do you agree with Jen and I? Did we miss anything? Do you have anything else to add? Are anyone, are both of us laying on the ground here? (laughs) I don't know. Are we both still standing? I don't know. Go to our Facebook page, comment, vote. Who do you think won today's toe-to-toe battle? I hope you enjoyed today's battle, and we hope you heard something here today that helped you get clarity on your path to success. All right, Jen. Thanks. Thanks. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe-to-Toe Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.